welcome back for another episode of Clean Tech Talk, where we at Clean Technica interview clean tech leaders from around the world. With topics ranging from electric cars to climate change communication, you can listen to our full podcast series by visiting our website at cleantechnica.com. All right, Scott Cooney here with Clean Tech Talk, sitting with Julia Souter, CEO of the Long Duration Energy Storage Council and chair of the Global Renewables Alliance, uh, from which we just heard about the ambitious targets of tripling renewable energy and doubling down on energy efficiency um, in order to keep our planet from exceeding that 1.5 degree critical uh, threshold. So uh, thanks for joining us today, Julia. And uh, I guess I want to start off with, um, maybe you can introduce the Long Duration Energy Storage Council and uh, a little history there and uh, what you guys are seeing globally. Thank you, Scott. It's great to be here. And we're thrilled to announce this historic but so needed target. And it's not just a target. It's not just a mandate. We actually have the toolkit to make this happen. So. We're thrilled to be part of the Global Renewables Alliance as a founding member. The Long Duration Energy Storage Council has been around since COP26. We were launched demonstrating that there is a $4 trillion U.S. marketplace for power and heat for long duration storage to fill in the gaps with renewable energy and that we need 8 terawatts by 2040. Now we need to speed that up even more to meet the tripling of renewable energy. So this partnership that we have is really critical because we're looking at the durations that we need clean energy, the 10 hours, the days, the weeks, the months, and the seasons, and long-duration energy stores can provide this because there's four families of long-duration. There's the chemical, which is green hydrogen, the electrochemical, so when people think storage, they think batteries, well, we're everything else on the periodic table other than lithium ion, so all the other minerals, the zinc, <laughs> the vanadium, the magnesium, the calcium, you know, the, you know, the iron, there's copper. Just, I mean, my things, gosh, we, yes. we have it all. Acquiescing, we we um, been showing that you know we can have those batteries stack up in a, in a variety of ways, but giving the, the the ten hours for twenty year assets, and then you have mechanical. So the pumped hydro, which has been around for a century, and compressed air for decades, liquid air, and bringing on new innovations to really kind of uh, use gravity to to store renewable energy for a large amount of time. And then we have thermal energy storage. So the rocks, the salts, the cement, the recycled aluminum, and all these different kind of bricks that we can bring together to hold heat for seasons at high efficiencies and huge cost savings. So the diversity of long duration energy stores can replace natural gas plants, backup diesel generators, and island nations, remote systems and mining to help urban centers. You know, again, we really can kind of fill in the gaps to provide that 24-7 renewable energy. So that's the mission of the council is to really expand the marketplace, reach our targets, work with our partners to integrate these silos so that we can really make sure we're meeting our targets to stay below 1.5 degrees Celsius. How do you how do you work with those partners? And and typically as a utility level, governmental, who are your partners that you typically work with? So we have over 70 members in 20 countries and our members represent the four families of long duration technologies, innovation to technologies that are already in the marketplace that just need to scale up. But also we have the whole ecosystem. So equipment manufacturers, utilities, financiers, developers, everyone coming together to say we we want this marketplace and then we work with partners like REN21, IRENA, you know to 
work on policies that have to be changed. That you know, we work with India Energy Storage Alliance. We have World Energy Storage Day on Friday, which we're thrilled about. That twenty four. Who would ever have guessed that that would be a thing? <laughs> it's a great thing, exactly. <laughs> the surprises continue, but but that's why the, the, this is uh, you know an important topic, but it's a fun topic. It's a, it's a new reality that we're all part of. It's our daily lives, and so why not talk about energy storage twenty four seven? It's exciting. Yeah. But so so our You're partners. You're the perfect person for this job. <laughs> I love it. I do love what I do. Working in industry for over twenty years and working transmission and solar and wind, just seeing it all come together. Um, we're past the tipping point. We're now really in the integration implementation. Because as I mentioned earlier, we have the agency to do this. We have to have an inclusive just and equal transition. And that's why we want to work together with the Global Renewables Alliance to really show the value add of long duration energy storage with solar, wind, geothermal, green hydrogen, and hydropower. Hello, cleantech enthusiasts. If you enjoy cleantech talk and cleantechnica, please consider pitching in a few dollars a month at cleantechnica.com slash support. That's cleantechnica.com slash support, where you can sign up in seconds with a credit card, pitch in a few dollars a month or whatever you like. Some people actually contribute $100 a month to help us cover climate change and clean tech and try to help the world one word at a time. Thank you. So let's talk about the, the GRA a little bit. So, so your 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 chair, obviously, uh, the LDES is a, is a big part of um, you know the the equation. Right. And so, so tell me a little bit about the GRA, the the goals, the the mindset, the the way that the partner organizations are working together within the GRA, both to influence you know policy and business and finance and all the all the important things. Tell tell us a little bit about how you see the whole organization kind of working. It's a, a- critical organization to show that you know, the new industry of renewable power and clean power is working together. Like We have the solutions to make this work. And by bringing our silos together, be integrated to focus on planning criteria, to focus on market access, to focus on the various tools that we already have, but we have to adapt, like the 24-7 Clean Power Purchase Agreement or Carbon Free Energy, and really showing that accountability and transparency. We, there's such a huge amount of work that has to be done in the scale of 11 terawatts by 2030 of renewable energy, you know, with you know the, the six to eight terawatts of long duration storage, like all this has to happen together. So the fact that we're being more effective and efficient pushing these policies helps us achieve our goals. Like it gives us not just hope, but you know, the actual teamwork to, to implement all these goals together. So that's a huge part. And then you know, working with the global parties of the UN, IRENA, IEA, the COP presidency, you know, showing again that we have the solutions to address you know, the climate goals is really powerful. And we look forward to working with communities around the world to really incorporate how do we bring these solutions to local communities to get the benefits of security, affordability, reliability, and transparency. Those are good goals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, small but not insurmountable. <laughs> uh, well, that's great. So it's good to see, uh, you know, the individual industries that can solve all of our problems getting out of their silos and, and kind of working together. How do you see uh, just, you know, maybe a, a case study of how the Long Duration Energy Storage Council has worked with other members of the GRA to help make action plans actually happen? If, if you can kind of like boil that down to an actual real world. Sure. So, you know, here, so here's understand. two that come to light. Well, actually, you can almost do almost every group. So Long Duration Storage working with solar. A lot of the retired mines you know, are looking at how to repurpose the infrastructure and use existing transmission lines. and, and bring in solar. Well, they want to make sure that they can have 24-7 power, so they bring in long duration energy storage, whether it's a gravity product because you already have the infrastructure or 
different types of electrochemical batteries. It, there's options and diverse choices. So that's already happening with partners in Europe, in Latin America, in Africa, Australia. I mean, with this, in addition, offshore wind, you know, onshore wind, but offshore wind too, um, being able to integrate on land with existing systems and substations or transmission grids, you can have long duration energy storage there to help with congestion management. And you're seeing this in various ports around the world. You know, Port of Rotterdam has done a lot of great MOUs with offshore wind, long duration energy storage, and just kind of the whole infrastructure. With geothermal, you know, making sure that you already have gravity aspects there and you have a base level. Now you can make it dispatchable with different types of partnerships. Pumped hydro, it is long duration energy storage. So you have a lot of existing, you know, infrastructures out there would bring more innovations to inefficiencies. You can match pumped hydro with green hydrogen. And so again, these partnerships of showing how we can all work together to get that 24-7 where we fill in the gaps is so critical. So these are just, you know, the initial projects, but we need to again scale this up. We're in the, you know, hundreds of gigawatts. We've got one terawatt of wind, one terawatt of solar, but we need, you know, to get to 11 terawatts and we need the, you know, eight terawatts of LDES. So we have to keep working together to make the market happen so we can really commercialize and scale to the goals. And obviously the storage market has to grow in concert with the renewables it does. The generation side. It's the partnership. Clearly, yeah. yeah okay, exactly. cool. What, what challenges do you see with regard to that co-growth over the next decade? I think one is just, you know, understanding the value of long duration energy storage, that it is, you know, part of the solution to fill in the gaps, but it also can provide ancillary services. So black start, load falling, inertia, like we really can replace gas plants and backup diesel generators, but putting in the policies in place to give the value add to storage, especially long duration storage, you know, updating the toolkit of power purchase agreements and making them 24-7. So you see that when you have 60% integration of renewable energy, the cost savings come down dramatically with long duration energy storage, under $100 megawatt hour, some of the products even 50. The cost curves that we saw that took 10 years for solar prices to drop, we're seeing for five for storage. Wow. Um, it's just, it's enormous because of the scale. But again, we have to ha demonstrate the bankability. There are warranties insurance companies that are financing LDES products. We just need to make sure that it becomes exponential. Gotcha. Okay. Well, very cool. What would you kind of leave us with regard to the GRA and how you foresee the next 10 years of the GRA's activity globally? What What are a couple of top priorities that you see that, that the GRE needs to needs to handle. We are going to accomplish meeting our goals of 11 terawatts by 2030. Perfect. I mean, that is huge. Yeah. But working together, bringing all the industrial sectors and our partners, we can make this work. We have to all hold each other accountable, but we can make these targets become a reality and actually hold the agency to implement this. So that is going to be something we're all going to be hopefully celebrating by 2030. The other thing too is just to really continue to coordinate you know, where we see identifying barriers early on. So if there's still continue to be planning hurdles, how do we work to bring in simple mechanisms to address these partnership ways that we can speed things up? And then, you know, making sure that there's community benefits and inclusivity along the way so that we can actually make sure that we're bringing everyone through the transition together. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. Any closing words with regard to uh, how you think people around the world could find long duration energy storage more exciting? 
and accessible and just hashtag Eldes. It's, <laughs> and, and it's, it's a thrilling component. Like we think of storage. We, you know, if, if you have a cell phone, you, use, you need to charge your battery. You need to yeah. keep it going. And yeah. now we're doing that for our grid, for our communities, for our systems. So Eldes is part of our communities. We just need to make sure that we're supporting, you know, the growth of it so we can make sure we have clean energy and emissions reductions every day. Awesome. Julia, thank you so much for the work that you do. Thanks, Scott. I enjoy working with everybody on this. Let's keep the teamwork going. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs>